Hey, it's June 30th, 2016. This is the Soybean Pest Podcast. Hi, Erin. Hi, Matt. How you doing? I'm doing excellent. How are you? Oh, yeah? Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Why are you so excellent today? I'm excellent because uh, I just got some hard copies, which you guys out there can't see, but I've been working on a publication for youth and for beginning agronomists. It's called Getting to Know the Insects. It's 12-page, full color, um, with a lot of nice photographs, and it's a peer-reviewed extension publication that's available at the extension store, so I will definitely have a link for that, but this has been a work in progress for... I can't even tell you how long this did takes. You, did you make these drawings? No, I had a, a friend, art, artist friend, make them for me. And uh, Very nice. Yeah, a lot, of, wow. a lot of pictures to support. It's kind of for, like I said, new agronomists, people working in agriculture that are just kind of going over the basics. So yeah. I'm excited. That's out. And uh, you're going to direct our listeners? Yes. To, the, to this document? Yeah. So that's that's out there. So all things insects in uh, 12 pages. Yeah, I mean, it could be, you know, if you have a 4-H project where you're doing something outside, you want to make a collection, uh-huh. that kind of gets you started. If you don't know an uh, insect from a spider, you know, that kind of thing. So, oh, that's really yeah. Helpful. Sweet. Nice job. Yeah, thank hey, you. You are excellent. <laughs> that's awesome. That's fantastic. Uh, so much excellence. Yeah. Um, so we are... Uh, is this considered mid-season? Yeah, no. I consider it mid-season because uh, we've switched from vegetative to reproductive. Yeah, I just was out in a soybean field, was it yesterday, two days ago? And yeah, uh, flower, what well, a flower. Um, That's beginning bloom. There it is. And it and tassels and silks are popping up all over the place, Iowa. So, oh, yeah? Yeah. Wow, that's good. So, I mean, that's a huge transition from vegetative to reproductive. Also, a time uh, when things are getting a little dry. Although that's not seasonal, but um, continues to be dry in many areas of the state. I saw um, saw some corn starting to whirl up a bit, and uh, the soybeans look good. That, yeah, uh, but um, they're more tolerant. It was a little bit troublesome to see the corn under a little uh, water stress. Mm-hmm. And we were supposed to get some rain today. Nothing. It looks good. Nothing. It looks bright and blue. Yeah. Oh, so. it's nice and cool. It's about it's about 15 degrees cooler than it was last week. Yeah, so, yeah, it's nice. yeah. and it's going to stay that way for a while. So that's right. Um, so we're at midseason, and um, what do we have to say about insects? Anything? I mean, as as far as populations that need to be treated, like economic, I haven't heard of anything like that for corn or soybean. But it is a time of the year when a lot of things are just kind of ramping up. So when we have Silking and tasseling, I worry about Japanese beetle, corn rootworm, and a few other silk feeders coming out at basically the same time. And, you know, if they are in high enough numbers, they can interfere with pollination. So I worry about that. And so we've had people talking about Japanese beetle a little bit more than I have seen in the past. So that's definitely an insect that can clip silks. But let's be clear. um, What was it, 2012, when we had our, our really harsh winter, coldest in 20 years? We really haven't seen Japanese beetles since then, right? I mean, it was... Uh, yeah, ham- handfuls. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we went from... Uh, we would keep... A ter- I don't know if we talked about this here. The, the Japanese beetle trap in the back of the building attached to a 60-gallon... Garbage can? Yeah. <laughs> fills up, what, yeah. 
over a weekend. Yeah, yeah. We, That's we a, a mess to count. Yeah. Like yeah, Japanese was, Beetlejuice. It was more of a challenge to see if they could actually <laughs> fill that garbage can. No problem. Yeah, you're right. We haven't seen anything like that for a couple of years. Um, but, but your point is well taken. That this is the time of year when those silks, as they start to emerge, can be prone to clipping, and that's going to interfere with the uh, wind pollination of corn. But you got to really trim those down yeah. to, to see that. Yeah, and Dr. Donna Lewis, he's a horticultural entomologist here in our department. He has had... Right next door. He may be right listening right now. He could be listening. And yesterday he told me that there's a couple new detections. You know, there it's, Oh, it, new, new, new county detections. Yeah. And so they've been in the state since 1994, but... You know, every summer we get kind of one or two new counties, and that's more of a result of people kind of in the loop and looking for Japanese beetle. I don't think they're really moving around too much. It's just, you know, master gardeners and people that are looking for them report them to Donald. Yeah. Although, to be fair, I mean, there are still people in Iowa who have uh, claimed they've never seen a Japanese beetle before. So what are we talking about? It's a bright green. uh, Metallic. Metallic. Kind of looks like... uh, stereotypical um, dung beetle, scarab. Kind right? of bulky, stocky. Um, <laughs> they're not like a sleek, uh, <laughs> sexy little beetle. They're more like a linebacker. We're, we're not, yeah, we're talking more MMA than, say... Uh, than, like, uh, supermodel. Yeah. yeah. Although they're, they're highly... They're metallic, so they're beautiful. Although, and to be fair, some MMA fighters are on covers of magazines that's true so and they have those little white tufts on the side of the body that's kind of like a fashion statement are we talking about the japanese beetle or are we talking about <laughs> mma because <laughs> I, I, i'm starting to get a little confused <laughs> both can be devastating it would be maybe there's an mma oh if only there was a guy out there or a girl who, or a girl called themselves the japanese beetle had little tufts Just, of white hair oh yeah on their yeah on their I'm gonna, uh, I'm going to suggest uh, that, yes. Mm-hmm. Seems like it wouldn't go over very well. I mean, they all have nicknames, and the best one is probably, like, the dentist. The but dentist? No. Second runner-up the Japanese beetle. There's an MMA fighter called the dentist? Really? I, I, he fixes your teeth. Not in a good way, but... <laughs> we got a little sidetracked. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's the best one. He fixes your teeth. <laughs> well, knocks him out. Oh, You're gonna have some nice fake ones at the end. Anyway, that's... <laughs> all right. You want to hear about the random insect of the week? Yes. Okay. Yes. And okay. then we have some uh, plugs, some gigs to plug. Yeah, we. But the uh, random insect of the week. Tr- Tristan Mueller. We, we, hold on, before we do, should we cue our theme music for the random insect of the week? What is it? Oh, we actually don't have any theme no. music. No. Um, Tristan Mueller, he works for the Iowa Soybean Association, uh, emailed me yesterday and said that there was a couple of cornfields with red-headed flea beetle injury um, to the point at which he was considering that to the farmer to make an insecticide application. And he showed me a couple pictures and there was a lot of leaf feeding and so I don't know if you've ever heard of the red-headed flea beetle. not. They're so adorable. Are they? Really? Yeah, well, I mean, like the common name suggests, they have a little red head. For real? They've got like the bulked up hind femurs, you know, like flea beetles yeah, yeah, do. So yeah. they hop around. And I'll definitely show a link to this because I blogged about it yesterday, be- yesterday because it's only an insect I hear about like every couple of years. But never to a point at which economic, you know, concerns are yeah, in yeah, play. Yeah. It's usually like, hey, what is this? This was in corn? Yeah. Does it, uh, do you know if it transmits, is it uh, steward's will? Is that the? That's a corn flea beetle, I corn think. Corn flea beetle. 
that does that? I, I, there's very little information about redheaded flea beetles. Um, I never saw anything uh, associated with vectors of disease. Hmm. It's mostly uh, cucurbit, or not a cucurbit, um, like a cabbage and uh, cruciferous pest. Is that, okay. is that I think is, that's what I, um, I find. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's usually more like a veggie pest yeah, uh, sure. for defoliation. But they never said anything with like disease transmission. Yeah, I just yeah. that that came up. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, yeah so uh, never. I'll, I'm gonna. Um, you know what I'm gonna do after this? What? I'm gonna look up a picture of the red-headed flea beetle. I'll, I'll show you one. I want to see one. Yeah, do it already. Mm -hmm. If I should, that's when another we, MMA. When we nickname. When we talk He's about the red-headed flea beetle. <laughs> when we talk <laughs> little guy. <laughs> He's in the lower weight division. When we talked about our favorite insect with David Gamble, yeah, I should have yeah. said the red-headed flea beetle. Uh, well, I mean, because look that, at me. Oh, you. Oh. You know, is that too on the nose? <laughs> anyway. Red-headed flea beetle versus the dentist. Yep. <laughs> Jokes on you, dentist. <laughs> beetle doesn't have teeth. <laughs> Just filling time. Uh, so. Uh, but since we last met, one more thing. Yeah. Um, uh, soybean aphids have popped up in a few more places mm. thanks to our our lab mm. you know doing some wait intense wait just sampling. hold on hold on just <laughs> i mean not not thanks to no <laughs> not that our labs are going out spreading no 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 i didn't mean that at all um right. just because they've been looking they've been finding a right. few more locations right. with soybean aphid but the densities are still very low well below right. an economic threshold definitely true. wouldn't recommend treating at not five treating. to not ten treating. Uh, aphids per plant. Although it's going to be really interesting because we're due for a week of unseasonably cool weather. It's mm, great for aphids. But we're still in this period, so most, uh, I'm, I'm guessing most soybeans were planted in May. So we're still in a period where if they were planted with a seed treatment, that seed treatment should be providing some protection, right? I mean, we're 30, if you planted in, the field that I was in uh, the other day, May 11th. I mean, if you ask 40, Christian Krupp. 45 days post-planting, you know. That I mean, if you ask Christian Krupp, he, it's like, um, what is it, 11 days after planting is the peak, and after that it very quickly dissipates. So I wouldn't expect yeah. uh, soybean aphid to land, if they landed right now, to have any effect from the seed treatment. That's that's my opinion. Any effect. Yeah, I well, don't think it has saw, a killing power 45 days after planting. But there was, in our, hmm, you know what? This topic for our, our next podcast. Yeah, I'll look that up. But I thought we had uh, in some of the work that we've did where we artificially infested plants, you know, every other week after emergence. That forty-five days we were still seeing. I mean, not not total suppression, but we were seeing suppression. But anyway, all I'm saying is we're getting into a period where it's getting cooler, and uh, if there are aphids out there, and that point I was trying to make is that seed treatment starting to decline. Um, My point was, I think it's already out, done, out yeah, and done. Yeah, yeah. But, but either way, yeah, uh, kind of ideal conditions for our yeah main for certain certainly for aphids. Yes, we'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. Ooh, wow, that got serious there. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a pretty contentious <laughs> subject. It'd be fun is uh, if you had a insect related MMA fighter. <laughs> He's like his move. Like the spider. No, I was thinking like the red headed flea beetle. Mm. But he, his move is the. The seed treatment. <laughs> <laughs> the neonic. The neonic seed treatment. You know what? Kaboom. Right in the seeds. So a gig to uh, for you to um, promote here. A couple Maybe. of things happening in July. Yeah. 
Um, the next thing that's coming up at Field, which is the ISU demo farm between Boone and Ames, mm -hmm. is the mid-season management Just clinic. Just south of I-30. Yep. And uh, it's a two-day clinic, and it has so many classes, and it's all the big dogs from you know the crops team plus a few more um, in A and R Extension that are teaching classes out there. So you yeah. can kind of pick your own schedule. And again, July 13th and 14th registration is open now, and I'll provide a link for that. It's a great, July it's a great two days. A lot of hands-on yeah. kind of classes. Your your um, cage of insects. Uh, we're gonna it. Uh, yes, Dr. Marlon Rice will be out there teaching a class, and uh -huh. he will be, be reviewing some of the caterpillars that feed in corn. And along with that is the demo that we, that cage that we've infested yeah. with stock borers and European corn borer. So if you've never seen corn borers before, in, because not, you're under in, 50 years right, old, uh, right, it's right. a chance to see corn borers, see the injury, in see how life, devastating. Not like a photograph, not a slide. Yeah. On the We're going to have knives, and you can split your own oh. stocks and watch them fall out it'll be awesome but i'm also going to have some We're cages have nice. of soybean aphid oh uh showing ho the effects of host plant resistance yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so both uh, susceptible and uh resistant varieties yeah oh sweet oh that's fantastic yeah okay. so i mean there's there's three insect classes but then there's you know disease uh production lisa schulte moore is going to be out there jamie benning and, and you what's know, lisa going to be talking about she's talking about including perennials oh, perennial nice. buffers okay. And so, yeah, I'll put a link for that. And then on the last, let's see, July 29th is just a full day workshop about corn insects with oh. uh, Marlon Rice and myself. So you'll go back to that cage and show really yep. focus on the caterpillars and both above and below. Yeah, ground. we're talking about rootworms, caterpillars, aphids, nice. um, kind of early season pests, kind of from beginning to end with a lot of hands on um, demos. Oh, that's our music. Are we Sorry. good? Um, Covered it? I think we covered it. That's all right. Okay. All right. See ya. Yep. Next time. Bye.